go goes. No. Uh, 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 That's a word to this song. This is really helping me to do this. Alright, that's cool. It's a Mike Calvin show. No, I'm loving this. This is going good. Alright, thank you. That is a loud vibration. Yeah, right? It's the Mike Calvin show. It's 1025 The Bone. I was just doing some cameos. During the break. Oh, yeah? How's that going? Yeah. Yeah, pretty good. You know, I get a couple a week. I enjoy doing them now, so it's more along the lines of that. What's that? I, was wonder- I said I was wondering who you were talking to because for a moment, like, you didn't have your phone in the yeah, screen. Yeah, I was taking so like were- a... <laughs> so it just looked like you were talking. Oh, I got gotcha. you. I was talking know. to Mike Cata from 2004. <laughs> um, I, uh, I was trying to do them so, you know, I'm having this... Uh, Fight, if you want to call it that, I had an argument with Luis Gomez. That was great. The comedian. Well, was it 2004 again? What happened? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, he's a thin-skinned comedian. Because he let you let him dunk on you so many times. Right, right. He's one of those people where he thinks if he yells at you and yells over you, he's won a conversation, which mm. is clearly not true. But so now I'm getting cameos from his fans trying to get me to. <laughs> give messages to him like through his kid and stuff like that and i told him i'll take all your goddamn money it doesn't matter to me keep you pay for it i'll say it let's let's keep it i have to think of a way to do it though that doesn't incriminate me so i'm I'm, i'll get them all done gotcha uh ladies and gentlemen let's go to the hotline and welcome to the show comedian judy gold judy how are you judy gold are you there judy gold there you are how are you pumpkin I'm good. How are you? Good. Judy Gold has a book out called Yes, I Can Say That. When they come for the comedians, we are all in trouble. Uh, that is the absolute truth. You guys yep. should be the crew that is allowed to say anything you want. And now I think you lose your jobs quicker than anyone else. It's Isn't it ridiculous? I mean, all we want to do is make you laugh. That's all we want. That's what we do when we get on stage. That is our goal, is to make you laugh. And yet, we get canceled for a bad joke or going over the edge or something. It's just ridiculous. Because, As like, a civilian, I, I will pay yeah. to go see you tell jokes, and I will go and sometimes ask to sit, not me, but I will ask to sit in the front row hoping that the comedian <laughs> will find me and find reasons to make right. fun of me. That's what I'm paying for. And yet people will walk out of there feeling insulted and, uh, oh, my God, I can't believe she did that. Well, that's because you are self-aware and yeah. smart and you don't take yourself so seriously. I mean, every this idea that, you know, you can't feel uncomfortable. You know what I mean? Like, I need a safe space. Uh, like, it's like what happened? What happened? Like, who can, like, I, I can't. It's so it boggles my mind. I, I have I have questions for you that I think that maybe you can help me answer here. Uh, let's let's talk about okay. this uh, this Ellen stuff first. Do you don't do you are you friends with Ellen? Do you right. know Ellen? No, I'm not friends with her. I worked with her like once in the '80s, but I have heard I have heard over the years. 
the stories. Really? Like, can you give me, like, I was trying to think this morning, what could Ellen do to Brad Garrett, for, for example, <laughs> yeah. that he could be so upset with? Like, is it because his <laughs> ego is also so big she didn't coddle him enough, maybe? No, I think that um, as far as, I, I just know from people who have worked with her, not been guests on the show. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Um, so, like, literally behind the scenes people, people have worked with her and been um, on her sitcoms. Uh, and, yeah, it's, we I, look, we knew about, I mean, not that they're the same. I'm not equating the same. So everyone, like, stop, like, <gasps> but uh, it's the same with Bill Cosby. We all knew what was going on with Bill Cosby. I mean, we heard the rumors. We didn't know the extent of it, but, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it, that's the thing. You when when there's smoke, there's fire. We always hear you always hear a little yeah. bit of something about somebody. Okay, so now right. now what what can be done to defend like like the number one violation of of uh, comedians is when comedians turn on other comedians for for things that they've right. said. Not not you know. There's obviously comedians right. who've done things wrong outside of the comedy world, but that's when you that's the number one violator is when you guys turn on each other. Right. Um, you know, it's bad, and, and it's, I think we need to defend each other, but there's, there is some kind of no defense when it comes to gratuitous, um, you know, non-worked-out material that is just offensive for no reason. Like, I think, we should, I think every comedian should be able to say whatever they want, right? Yeah. Whenever. But... I, but if you work for a corporation or a network, you're held, you have to, you know, abide by their rules and realize that, okay, I'm kind of a little bit selling my soul here and I can't. Um, but I feel like in our comedy clubs, in our home clubs, we should be able to say whatever. I mean, we really should no matter what, but there are consequences, unfortunately, to what we say. And also, you know, look, I'm not a fan of, I didn't work this bit out. I just want to use this word. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, what, what do you what do you think I mean, about what what about I, when when uh, society cancels a word? Like you can't say the R word now, but a comedian allowed right, to, are comedians that. allowed to use that now? Or do they have to go by society's guidelines? I I feel like if you're go, you have to make whatever you're saying funny and. You can talk about anything as long as it's funny and a well-crafted joke. So I, I, I happen uh, to agree with you. If you're if, words, but, if you're not saying yeah, it to ahead. describe mentally challenged people and you're using it right. as a punchline and you're funny joke, I agree with you. It should be able to be said. Yes, you should. It, it depends on the usage. Like you, it, it's like you you can say that word, but you can't say it in relation to it, you know to use it in a negative, horrible... I mean, the meanings of words change, but you should be able to use them when it is an intelligent usage of the word, and the joke is good. You know, you have to... If you're going to talk about stuff that really puts people on edge, that's really controversial, it has to be funny. You have to be funny. I mean, I have jokes about the Holocaust in my act, you know? They're funny. Yes. Also, it depends on you know, as a Jew. 
As a Jewish yeah. woman, you can you can kind of make right. jokes to ho- about the Holocaust. Uh, Judy Gold's book right. is called "Yes, I Can Say That." When they come for the comedians, we are all in trouble, and that's the absolute truth. I mean, uh, I, I agree with you. I work for a corporation. There's a lot of things I wish I could say in different ways uh, that are legally right. FCC. Will let me say it, but this company doesn't want me to say it, right. and I work for them, so I have to go right. by those rules. But when I'm when you're out there in a comedy right. club running your act, you should be given that carte blanche to go ahead and say what you want to say. We want that. That's why a roast seems to be the only place where you can get away with it because everybody goes, ah, oh, it's a roast. Right, exactly. And it's also like, it's our home club. Like, when you come to us, you know, when you come to our home club, that's our turf. And, you know, it's the, this art form is the, is the weirdest art form because you see a work in progress. And half the time we don't know where the line is until we've crossed it, and you guys let us know, and we, you know, it's a give and take with the audience. Don't punish us for working on our act. Yeah, and the uh, the way that you're supposed to let them know is by going, ooh, during their <laughs> yeah. joke, not standing right. outside with the sign and being angry at everybody. Right. Everybody. Or saying, I didn't like that joke, I'm going to post about it, and that person should never be able to do stand-up again. You know, it's ridiculous. They don't do if you don't like someone's song, do you say, all right, they should never be able to sing again or they should never be able to write another song? I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, what, do you, what do you think about big mouth comedians that hop on things like, I, I like Amy Schumer. I think she's great and I think she's funny and she's been yeah, on the yeah. show. But her coming out on this whole Brian Callen thing, before she knows any of the details and saying, I believe the women and I stand by the women, we, nobody knows anything. Why isn't anybody allowed to... Be you know have the situation get vetted anymore and people allowed to be innocent until proven guilty and why would it, why does she feel the need to weigh in on that I I know you can't speak for her but this is one of the things that annoy me. Well, I think you know we live in an age of you know twenty four hour news and there's no I mean I don't know specifically what you know her knowledge of the situation yeah. Um, but I, I do believe, you know, as a woman in this business, you know, people are like, oh, you can't believe the limit. We, I, I'm, I'm telling you the culture is, but I'm so, I'm old and I don't care. You know, I'm just, yeah, and I've seen it all. I'm just like, okay, uh, I'm used to it. But this idea that it's not okay and I'm going to support the women, I mean, maybe she knows more than we know. You that's know? what we said. That, that's what we said. Maybe she knows Brian yeah. Callen. Maybe she has something else. But it just seems yeah. kind of odd to me that people are so... And Patton Oswalt made an asshole out of himself a couple of times by jumping on Twitter and taking mm-hmm. the wrong sides right away without knowing the whole put story. Put kid's address out. Yeah. I mean, right. it's just... It, there are certain yep. things that you put you set yourself up for people to hate you. But it's like, it's, exa- it's like the same thing that bad audience members do. They're, like, triggered, and that's it. They decide blank when they don't have you know, all of the information. It's yeah. the same stuff. It's, it's like a disease. Like, oh, okay, okay, that's it. I'm, I've decided this, you know. We yeah. used to, I mean, remember, when I was a kid, you'd get the newspaper a day after the news came out. And then right. we're, like, investigating, <laughs> and they thought about it, and they wrote the article. You know, now it's like, forget it. Yeah, you got to be first. I got to tell you, I, I find Judy Gold yeah. to be a very funny comedian. She's even better on... Uh, uh, just just t- a podcast and talking. Uh, you could check out the book. Yes, oh. I can say that when they come from the comedian for the comedians, we are all in trouble, which is absolutely true. And I, I honestly believe that, Judy. I think you were great on your Opie and Anthony appearances when you're able to speak the way you normally speak and use the c word free right. freely. You are you are a very funny woman. <laughs> 
And I think anybody that gets a chance to go see you should do that and check out the book. Great to talk to you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Be Uh, well. Thank you. Take it easy. There you go, Judy Gold. She's really a... uh, Whether you like her or not, she's really genuine, and she'll tell you exactly how it is, and she'll write to your face. Like, I appreciate people who will give you the honest truth to your face, and she does not care. She is truly fearless. Um, what funny thing is about Judy Gold is that she, she's she been around long enough for um, her to see gay rights really come to fruition. I mean, people are getting married now. Gay people are, are getting married and having kids, and she's to the point now where it's annoying to her. Uh, she she lives in Providence Town, where she hang. I don't know. She goes to P Town, Providence Town. I had to ask about this. It's it's like one of those places, like you see in San Francisco. It's like a safe a safe haven for homosexuals, and they can go out there and be themselves. They didn't have to worry. And she's like, we wanted people to be, we wanted it to be in the mainstream. We wanted our gay culture to be mainstream culture. And she's like, now there's too many straight people in our in P Town. <laughs> she's like, yeah. now it's it comes it's come so far. In the in the in the round that now straight people are starting to annoy them. Mm. There was too many in their space, is what she's saying. We had a we had a conversation about a um, a transgender uh, tra- I don't even know the right word a transvestite performer, a uh, man who dresses as a woman to perform, and uh, how amazing she was. That's just what Judy was saying. She is so good, and she is so good, and this that and the other thing. And then I saw a picture of this man before he dresses a woman and he would have beat that midget in the bodybuilder competition. Wow. And yeah, and she said he'll, he'll get out there and sing like an angel. The voice of an <laughs> angel. That stuff always makes me laugh. Uh, Alright, well there you go. Judy Gold. Uh, th- that's a real uh, that's a real problem that I think that comedians are seeing now what radio guys have had to go through for years. Right. Um, you know, we're, we've, you put us on the air and you want us to be funny and you've made me very popular because I'm what you like to call a shock jock, because I really just speak my mind. I mean, I've said this a million times. Galvin, we've talked about it. I'm not a shock jock. Somebody wants to call you a shock jock. There's nothing that we've done on the show that is shocking. Entertaining, funny, maybe a little bit uh, pushing the line, but nothing. Like, at this point in the game, the only thing we could do is kill a person live in the studio before people would be shocked. (laughs) I mean, we've we've, we've tattooed Carmen's butt. We've uh, we've had an old lady get my butt on her face. I mean, my face on her butt. Uh, you know, like there are things we've done that are funny and that are just you won't see everywhere. Shot but they're an not old shocking. Man with darts. Yeah, we yeah. shot an old man with darts. The crane game. We probably oh. led to the early demise of an old man. Yeah, the crane yeah. game's still one of our one of my favorites. That was oh, one of the yeah. best ideas Galvin's ever had. Yeah. Uh, there are, there are things that we've done that you won't do in your normal day of work, but none of it's really shocking. At all, Alice Cooper was shocking in the seventies. Marilyn Manson was a little bit shocking sometime oh, in the early nineties. We we we're just a bunch of guys and a girl trying to have fun every day, and uh, you know sometimes we'll do things that are a little out of the ordinary. But I hardly would say it's shocking. But so so what my whole point is is that you guys have made us extremely popular and said uh, this is what we want to listen to. This is. This is how we go. And then all of a sudden, one person gets mad, and then they start writing letters. Right, <laughs> we right. We don't want to do that. No, no, no. All right. Uh, well, we go from Judy Gold to back to the hotline, and welcome back to the show, the great Joey Fatone. Joey, how are you, buddy? I'm uh, good. Good morning. How's it going? Uh, it, is, it is great. So now, Joey is celebrating the syndication of his show, Common Knowledge, correct? 
That is correct. Well, hopefully it's going to be a bigger syndication. But, yeah, it's basically a test run to put it out in the Fox market and see how it goes. So we're kind of excited, of course, you know, being from Orlando and close to Tampa. Yeah. They actually picked it up on WTVT. That's Fox Fox 13 here. And when will it, when is it going to air? I believe week 9 to 12. That's what it says. I'm reading it. I'm reading it it just as much as you are. (laughs) Obviously, you go through the whole press junket and it shows you what what networks and what times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it's saying. All right, so my my thing is syndication for you, that's when the big money starts rolling in now, isn't it? That's what they keep saying. I haven't seen crap yet, so who knows? <laughs> <laughs> when, you, when you film this show, do you just bang them all out in a week, like like they do on Wheel of Fortune and Jeopardy and all that, or are you constantly yeah, doing it's, this? It's pretty intense. We did, at one point, we shot 130 episodes in four and a half weeks. We did Ooh. six shows a day, Monday through Friday. So it's, it's, it's pretty brutal. I ain't going to lie. I mean, right around the fifth show of the day, Right around Thursday or Friday, you start to lose your voice a lot. You're, you know, it just it's just it, it, your brain just turns to mush after a while. How many wardrobe changes do you have to go through a show? We sometimes have the same suits, or like we'll wear the first three shows the same suit, but change the shirt and the tie and the and the and the shoes sometimes, and then we'll the next other three of the day we'll completely swap out the suit. So we wear like I wear the same suit like three times, but have three different ties and shirts and stuff. It's it's insane. It's crazy. Like literally in between every show I'm changing. Now now I, I've met you a couple of times. You're a super nice guy and we've had you on the show a couple of times. You're always fun to talk to, but you don't know the answers to all these things, right? You don't try don't eventually get like oh, Alex Trebek. No. No, don't I, but don't like get like Alex Trebek. Alex Trebek gets all smarmy now when he when like when somebody doesn't know the answer he like kinda laughs at them. Don't become I'm so sorry. <laughs> I knew that answer. No, I tell them I honestly don't. But it's really funny when I'll actually know the answer in my head and they, and they pick it wrong which even makes me go crazy i'm like oh my gosh that's an easy one because usually hard ones i'm horrible at anyway yeah, yeah, but yeah i'll even guess along i mean that's the fun part about it i do guess along and stuff like that to to all the interesting questions that we have but it's basically common knowledge people should know some of these answers yeah you know? and and we we do a, a little quiz thing every morning on this show uh and the common knowledge are the ones that make me feel the most stupid and also they're the ones that make you second guess your answers before you before you say it, because you're like, I know I'm going to look like a complete moron if I don't get this right. Right, exactly. It's like one of the questions, like, which of the, you know, which of these items is the best to buy in bulk? Uh, con- uh, condiments, vitamins, or spices? I don't know. Which one do you think? Vitamins. Exactly. Uh, so there you go. Good job. You got right. <laughs> Did you ever be on the show? What the heck, dude? Did you ever, in a million years, at any point in your life, see yourself as a game show host? You know what? I kind of always thought of something in that nature one day just to try it. I never thought that it would be a, a, a career change, but there's nothing wrong with that. I mean, for me, it's like it's interesting that people got the chance to see my personality because with being with the group in sync, you know, you see the five guys. That's what we are. And then when we kind of separated, did our own thing, and I did dance with the stars, people, I guess, saw the personality that I had. I started hosting things, and that's kind of where it led to today and, and doing common knowledge, which is pretty exciting. You know, I mean, it's something that I, I like doing. I really do enjoy it. The people are fun, you know, just to kind of get to know me. You only had a short amount of time to really 
kind of make these people feel relaxed and, and, and ready to kind of get these questions and hopefully they get them right to give them some money. I mean, again, we're not, we're not trying to break the bank or anything. Is everybody a chance to get a chance to win $10,000? That's the, uh, and, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. That's the thing too, is you have to be likable to be a game show host. Every game show host has been likable except for one. And she was supposed to be mean. And it was the, uh, you yeah. know, that's your little English lady. Yeah. The English lady that, uh, what was, what was her line? Yeah. Wrong. You are the weakest link. Weakest link. Weakest link. That's it. That's yeah, it. Every other one is nice. Bye-bye. She's the only mean one that's ever been out there. Uh, I will tell you, Joey, yeah. two great, two great things. You want to see Joey's personality. I had two great things you did that I think were awesome were, uh, I took my wife to go see the New Kids on the Block show here in Tampa, and it was New Kids on the Block and Boys to Men and a bunch of things, and they're on stage, and then when they go to their dressing rooms to do a, a change, they actually have cameras in their dressing room so you can see them shirtless, and they popped over in Donnie's, in Donnie's dressing room, and there's Joey, <laughs> and you're like... Did I go to the wrong show? <laughs> but you—it was so—it was so great. That's the theory that my brother is like the, has been the camera operator sometimes, a video director, I should say, of some of the shows, and I knew exactly what was happening. So I went underneath there to bust chops as always. So I thought that was great. And then the other thing is, look, you—you you are what you are. You were in a boy band. That you know, all of, any guy will still say you could say whatever you want about it, but you know all the words to all their songs. And uh, I saw you a couple oh, yeah. years ago. You were here at the DeBartolo party, and you were up there with the DJ singing along to in-sync songs, and I was like, that's it. That's the guy you want him to be, the guy who's like, I love my life, and it made me rich, and I had a great, yeah, and I have fun with it. Like, it was, I don't understand. I don't get that, though. I don't get why people do that. Sometimes, oh, I don't want to talk about my past, you know. It's like that's how you, how you got to where you are today. Be proud of it. Yeah, I gotta yep. tell you, I, I'm. I think you live the best life, man. And I'm glad that you're still doing uh, stuff that's fun. My mom texts me and goes, "Oh my God, you having Joey on? I love that show, Common Knowledge. I, I watch it all the time." So you're appealing to the old ladies already, buddy. Ain't nothing wrong with that. Tell, tell her, tell her, say hello. Give her my best, please do. Uh, common knowledge, Fox 13, we think at 12, either in the morning or at midnight. It'll be on somewhere <laughs> around. We'll find it. Uh, check it out. And I hope next time we talk to you, you're filthy rich from common knowledge money. Oh, gosh, I hope so, too. Thank you. I really appreciate it, guys. All right, pal. Thank take you. it easy. Take there it you go. Joey Fatone. That's a guy who knows, who knows for sure uh, that life is meant to have fun and make as much money as you can. Yeah. I mean, and he, got in with the uh, impractical jokers. He would. Oh do damn! I forgot about that. I would ask him about uh, that. And the fat ones. Yep. Uh, yeah. yeah. He just. Any time I've ever met him or talked to him, he's just such a nice guy. And, and you know who I love, Chris Kirkpatrick, the most. I, I do. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Chris I didn't Kirk, know that. Oh, are you serious? Yeah, I didn't know I that. I don't mean from like I want to learn dance moves with him. <laughs> right. Right. But I mean, yeah. I'm telling you right now, if there, if if you said to me, Mike Calta, radio veteran, create a talk show. With somebody who is not uh, a talk show host, it would be Chris Kirkpatrick from NSYNC. He is one of the funniest storytelling guys you'll ever meet in your life. And I think that he uh, he's snotty and to the point. I, I actually, I think a great show would be him and his wife together. She's <laughs> just like he is. I think the two of them would be would be great together. Yeah, he's really he's really funny. I'd love to, every time he comes to town, like for the All-Star uh, tournament or one of those things where he's in town for, I try to get him on the show, and he always says no. And then I always see him, and I go, why? He goes, because I don't want to ever spill the beans on it. He's like, he thinks I'm going to get him on the air and ask him <laughs> questions about Justin Timberlake. And I was I don't, I just want him to talk about, about 
uh, current events and stuff. His point of view is is great. Um, there you go. I definitely am in sync over Backstreet Boys. <laughs> oh, I can't wait you. for in sync ads to show up in your timeline now today. Yeah, <laughs> <for real. laughs> you think I care? You think I don't? You think I don't? I never went before. You think that never happened? Uh, I. You know what I really wanted to ask about, which I know this was not the place to do it, was the Lou Pearlman stuff. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, this eight-minute interview when he's promoting his TV show is not to is not at a spot for me to go. Let me tell you about Lou Pearlman. <laughs> yeah. But I really would love to talk to them about that. I mean, I'm sure everybody would, but that that Lou Pearlman stuff just fascinates me. Oh, I'm watching uh, New Kids on the Block videos right now on <laughs> on Bone TV on the Mike Caddis show. Perhaps you've heard about mm-hmm. us. Oh yeah, since 2004. Uh, <laughs> my keyboard has no L's on it. That's why that happened. What's that? What's that, Joe? I said my keyboard has no L's on it. <laughs> Why that happened. Shut your goddamn mouth. No, I'm not even kidding. I, I, I How do you know. not know where the L is? Spanish can type without looking. Why didn't you ask him to come do it? No, the L is not working on this keyboard. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. So just, it's not that. Do you, I have an extra Mac keyboard. Do you need a Mac keyboard? Yes, yes, I oh do. Oh, my God. They can, cost about can I Venmo you $30 and go buy one? They're not 30 bucks. They're, like, they're, they're more than that. They are. They're pretty expensive. Yeah. But I do have an extra one. Expensive. I could definitely use it. All right. Oh, hilarious, man. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. No, I don't care. It. Mike Cat appreciates it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. We got to take a break. 727-579-1025 if you want to hop on the phones. We'll hit some of your phone calls when we come back. Who is Joe Biden going to pick for a running mate? Bottoms. Yeah. Tops. <laughs> Save it. We'll talk about it next. It's a Mike Caldas show. It's 1025 The Bone. It's the Mike Caldas show on 1025 Oh, oh. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 